Hello and welcome back. I'm Guy Hassan. Before we get to today's episode, I wanted to say something. I did not like the last three episodes, not the reports, the last episodes about Justin's 30th birthday and Madeline's 30th birthday and what was to be also Amali's 30th birthday. I did not like those episodes. Uh, sometimes, you know, I write this every day. I write this as something that comes in between the books. And when I do something in the books, I, I do the heavy lifting in the books. I take time to, a lot of time, to think how something should be done. Uh, there's a lot of emotional stuff in it. The plot there is like something you've probably never seen before, especially once we get past, get past the first book. It's about a world like you've never seen before, the world in a dream. And in between those things, we have the daily podcast. The daily podcast does not do the heavy lifting. We do a bit of this and a bit of that and a bit of that. And the books have editing and the books take time. And the Squash Buckler Dice does not have editing. It does not take time. And in the second season, I've been doing this every day, writing on the day recording on the day, publishing on the day, and so far it's been pretty good. I'm happy with it. It is what I wanted it to be. It is the thing that once you know Joy Shelley and Justin Shelley and all her friends and everything that's going on and the Red Dragon and everything that's going on in the book, and once you see Joy uh, is older, you will enjoy going back and seeing how it all began. Oddly enough, I'm writing the Squash Buckler Dies for the future and not necessarily for the present. But it's daily, and it is unedited. And I try to do some heavy lifting, which is something that takes time in these daily episodes, and I didn't do that well. Uh, the things that happened should have happened. Uh, I could, probably would have written them better, but I also wrote for the wrong medium. It was very cinematic. Like, I talk about one thing, and then suddenly there's this thing that you see with the new camera angle, but everyone else, since I'm running in pose, would have seen it before. So, uh, all the babies on the floor. I wrote for the wrong medium. I tried to do some heavy lifting fast, which is not a good thing usually, and I'm unhappy with it. And it's also probably because I'm an author and I try to write authentically every time. The reason I write every day and not just hammer out five a day is because I want to be in a new emotional place and a new truthful place every time I write something, even when it's really small. And then I write about a single truth every episode. Uh, so I was not able to do that. And also I was not in a good place, which made it even harder to do that. And I had no time. I had about like 20 minutes, 15 minutes to write an episode every day and that's it. So, since this is the case, I'm going to do what I do when I write books. I'm going to take a week off. We're going to take a week off. Uh, we're going to do reposts. And after that week, I'm going to start writing ahead of time. So we're going to take two weeks off and post only reposts. In those two weeks, I will have rested. I will have written stuff ahead of time. I've recorded ahead of time. So we won't have those kinds of things happen again. If there's an emergency, if something happens, if I can't write on the day, then we still have an episode and I'll write another episode another day. That's the plan. Uh, I know it's not something that's usually done. I appreciate you understanding and I hope you do understand. 
And I am really thankful for anyone who is listening today when the books are not yet out. First book out soon. News coming out soon. And, um, and I hope that when you are coming in from the future to listen to this, you will also understand and enjoy the fact that the author is giving you uh, some of his process and being honest with you and not insisting on writing something that's uh, that he's unhappy with, that I'm unhappy with. So I will not finish that arc. Those things happened. They are in, they are now canon. I will just say what they did and we're not going to see is that they went to see... Those are not the days where Amali could just come on her own. Amali did not yet appear on Bunny's Revenge. They used to go out and find her in her own dream because Amali is blind. Even if she, when she gets out of her own dream, she can't find her way to Justin's dream. And they find out that it is also her birthday. They all have birthdays on the same day. Over time, everyone was surrounding us surrounding Justin's dream was born on exactly the same day. Except, of course, for Charlie, who is not 30 years old and is not and does not have the same birthday. But that is perhaps something for another day. I hope you enjoy the reposts. I'm trying to give you something fun and uh, um, I will see you again authentically in two weeks. See you then. Hold on to your butts. These are the Squashbuckler Diaries. Welcome back. My name is Guy Hasson and you're listening to the Squash Buckley Diaries podcast. The biggest, biggest, biggest adventure story you will ever hear in your life and it's daily on this podcast. Today we're doing something we've never done before. In 10 minutes as I'm recording this, this episode has to come out. I had no time to do it. Life gets in the way. In 10 minutes usually is the time when we publish this. So uh, I'm not going to finish talking. Well, I <laughs> usually takes me more than 10 minutes to record a seven-minute podcast. But I'm going to forgo the beginning, forgo the end, just do the thing, and then I'm going to sound edit as fast as I can and release it with only a few minutes, uh, uh, you know, being only a few minutes late. So let us waste no more time. We have a time crunch. Episode 322, Joy's Fourth Birthday, Part 4, Managing Fear. Joy's Age 4, told by the Red Dragon. High above the mountains of Mars, Dragonlil stood on the railing of Bunny's Revenge, holding her hand glider. Keeping her balance perfectly, she looked down. Dragonfather looked at her from the wooden deck, holding his own hand glider. He had an amused smile on his face. Are you sure you're okay with this, Dad? He asked his daughter. She tried to hold her hand glider correctly, but it was awkward. I've done this many times, Joy, she said. Trust me. She held on to it correctly. Are you coming, Slowpoke? She said. Dragonfather leapt to the air to stand beside her. Ready. 
Dad, she said suddenly, looking hurt, I can't do that, so you can't do that. Here, Joy. Oh, sorry. He climbed down, then climbed up one leg at a time. Ready, just in the pirate, he said. She took in a deep breath, then looked down. She had only done this once before with her father's help, but she leapt into the air and began to glide. There was not an ounce of fear in her. I've never yet seen her have a reason to be afraid in her father's dream. After all, his subconscious protects her, and she did not know anything else. Suddenly, her hand glider bent down too much, and she began to spiral and fall down quickly. Dragonfather leapt after her. Within seconds, he was next to her as she was trying to get back control of the hand glider, but unsuccessfully. Joy, let me help! Go away! I'm just in the pirate! I don't need help! She yelled at him through the wind, her tiny hands holding on to the glider. Dragonfather shook his head then said, Dad, Dad, I've only done this once. I'm losing control. Can you help me and hold my hand? Dragonlil released a hand and reached back. Hold my hand, Joy. You'll be fine, she shouted. Dragonfather grabbed her hand and, through little pushes and pulls, helped her stabilize her hand glider. Thank you, Dad. That helps me a lot, he shouted at her through the wind. I knew you could do it, she shouted supportively at him. Dragonfather smiled as the two glided hand in hand towards the base of the Martian space pirates. Tomorrow I will tell you more of what happened on this day of opposites, Dragonlil's fourth birthday, told by the Red Dragon. Hashtags Joy Just in Fear Birthday Joy's Birthday Martian Space Pirates Slowpoke And so Took me five minutes to record that. <laughs> Next time, let's do this part quickly too. <laughs> Last episode was called Joy the Father. The next episode is called Justin the Daughter. Yes, the adventure continues and Joy leads it. What will happen next? This is, and this is the point, and it's the only point I'll make. This is Joy's life. This is her actual life. It's not something, you know, that happens every so often. This is her life. It's a life of adventure and it's a life where she can decide she can go to Mars. She can actually do that anytime he's not there. So she doesn't even need his say so. And he's not there every day, right? When he's awake. Anyway, I have to go. I have to, rec- I have to sound edit this thing so you can listen to it in time. So, uh, if you haven't subscribed, please subscribe. If you haven't told your friends, tell your friends this is the real thing. It's an actual author telling you his actual thoughts while he's reading you his story. So it's the biggest story you and your friends will ever hear in your life. So um, if you like it, they probably will too. And now, the thing that takes me no time to record because it's pre-recorded. The <gasps> Credits. My throat hurt from one switch doesn't use the throat. That's ridiculous. See you tomorrow. The Squashbuckler Diaries are written and read by me, Guy Hassan. All the tags mentioned in this story are searchable at the website. You can find all the stories there in written form and in fact 150 Squashbuckler Diaries more. The Squashbuckler Diaries is the diary of Joy Shelley, the girl who lives in dreams. She'll be called the Forgotten Girl by her father. She'll be a true heroine. She'll change the world. This project shows her entire life from birth to death. Check out the website at guyhasson.com. That's G-U-Y-H-A-S-S-O-N dot com. 
I've been an author and playwright for more than 30 years, and this is the first time I've used the GuyHasson.com website, because The Girl in the Dream is my life project. If you have questions, if you want to comment, please do. You can comment at the website or email me at GuyHasson at gmail.com. That's G-U-Y-H-A-S-S-O-N, G-U-Y-H-A-S-S-O-N, at gmail.com. The theme music is called Brass Gentleman and is created by Thomas Howardick. My name is Guy Hasson and this is my life project. Come back tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow for more.